How y'all doing? This is Biko Paris, head coach, John Curtis, Christian High School, and you're tapped in now with FanView Podcast. to another episode of the fan view podcast man it's your host your boy g sports man i got a a good friend in the building man uh coach pico harris the head basketball coach at john curtis uh high school down here in new orleans uh appreciate you coming on the podcast coach dog I, i've been wanting to get you on man uh uh i know it's good to be back home for sure. after being away for for over a decade yeah you know coaching college basketball uh, playing college basketball and, and, and touching a little bit overseas, but um, we always like to start our podcast off, man, talking about your journey, man. I remember, you know, when you came out in 2007, that's close to my era because I came out in 2003, but I remember reading about you, hearing about you. Uh, I was able to catch a couple games when you was at Curtis before you left, and uh, I love the pace that you played with. Um, the, the, your presence on the court, on the way you the way you control the pace of the game, and uh, how you kind of put John Curtis basketball on the map back then. Uh, but kind of bring us back, man. You know, I I I know we up in years a little bit, but kind of yeah, bring us back for sure. to the, to that journey, man. Um, mm-hmm. How you became Biko Paris, and everybody know that's a basketball head, basketball historian. You know who Biko Paris is, right. definitely in the city. Right. Um. I, I first of all, man, I, I appreciate you guys. You guys having me and um. Welcome into you guys' set, and um, you know, um, inviting me into you guys' you guys' house. Um, so I, I appreciate that, definitely from the bottom of my heart. But um, yeah, man, I, you know, born and raised in New Orleans East. Um, you know, uh, just I grew up playing sports. I was in it. You know, um, I, I, I <laughs> you can say I had a choice, didn't have a choice, but man, I grew up. I grew up with the ball in my hands, and I and I just that's what I knew. I played. And I was a two-sport kid. I played football. I played basketball growing up. Um, ironically, <laughs> believe it or not, um, third grade uh, football is what got me to John Curtis. I, they, they they thought I was a good football player, right? And I was decent at football. Um, playing in the parks in Garetti, and I played. I mean, I played all the way growing up, uh, and I played for Garetti. Um, and that's where they kind of saw me at um, playing in the parks. But I, I, basketball was always like you know that was my King. passion, and that's what and that's what being honest, that's why that's what I was really good at, right? That's that's why I was good at. So um, they, they find me. I go to Curtis in, since third grade, and then I you know I take off. So I'm there in third grade. I'm playing football and I'm playing basketball. I'm playing both sports, right? And um, as I'm getting up in age, you know, fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, I think they they start they start to see it. Yeah. Like like man, like e e, you know, they they move me from running back to to defensive end and then tight end, right? Different things. Um, and I thought they they started to see it, right? They start like man, this this this, he might be a he's a basketball guy, and it never was known for like you know other before me, the guy I heard of was Ben Benfield. Who was a great player um, at Curtis um, in, in that Tulane? Uh, much respect to him. Um, but it, it, they had never really seen, you know, at least not recently when I was coming in. I, like I a, know a good when I was coming up, I never heard of 
anybody right. being a really good basketball right. at John Curtis till right. you came along. Right. Um, so fast forward a little bit. I'm playing, you know, both sports, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, all the way up to ninth grade. Um, ninth grade, I uh, I go out. I'm playing AAU. Um, and this is when nationals and the showcase in Orlando, Florida, it was a big deal, right? Winning your region or your state or whatever you call it to get to go to nationals um, was always huge, right? Um, and I'm playing out there. Um, I come back from that. I go to school. I go to the basketball office. Coach K is my coach, Coach Kreicher. Um, it's shoeboxes filled with mail, like back in the day when you would get recruited, it's a little different now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But back in 03, 04, 05, 06, 07, right? These these years and maybe before that, you would get mail to your house, like you know that you had to open. And as you go through it, you you start to see if you open it and it's real writing, like a yeah, a handwritten look. Yeah. Then they then this was real. If it was something that typed up, hey. The ball don't bounce forever. People. Yeah, the quotes. You tell you on it, radar, right? But so fast forward, shoeboxes, and I open them, and they're all handwritten, right? Um, and this is after you performed at nationals. This is this is me playing AU, yeah, right. And my name's starting to kind of get out there, right? No social media around at this time. There's one platform called Rivals.com. Yep. Right. Everything goes. Eric Bossy was the writer. I can't remember. Um. That was it. It was no. It was no Instagram to put your highlight reels. It was no, no TikTok. Twitter. It was no Twitter to the for my high school coaches or my uncles or coaches to promote me. Got a mail to taste. It was none of that, right? It was you get a couple chances out of the summer to perform, and when you get those chances, you you got to perform, right? Um, that was it, right? Um, so when I get those boxes, when I see that for the first time, as a city kid growing up, right? Um, I go home to my mom and I say, mom, look, like, <laughs> look, look at this. And I'm like, this is my ticket. Like, this is how I can do it. Like I can get out and I can make a way with basketball and I love it and I'm good at it. Um, so I think I want to focus solely on this. And this was ninth grade? This was ninth grade. Damn, early this was, on. This was ninth grade. This was in the middle of dude, this was in this was in the middle of the football season. I was playing John Curtis football powerhouse. I'm a freshman. I'm not really playing that much. I'm on the special teams off uh, special teams kickoff and return punt kickoff punt return just because gee I'm an athlete. Right, right. Put him out there, and they know he's gonna be good. But I'm playing behind kids that's going to LSU, UCLA. Like these kids is, and these are football kids. Like. I know it. I'm a basketball player, right? But, hey, I've been playing my whole life. My friends are playing. What the heck? I've been, I'm a, I've been playing all the way up. But I get to ninth grade, and I see well, this is it. Like, I can – this is the way. So my mom, um, who doesn't – who didn't know any much about the recruiting, my father either, didn't know much about recruiting to at the time, right? We all are. Um, she goes, well, you need to go – you walk in the office tomorrow, and you let Coach JT know. That that's that that's what you want to do. That, that's a comfortable conversation. And she she prepared me. My 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 mom, my mother, my father, my brother, my uncle prepared me from an early age. And now that I'm older, and I have my own kids, I, I know 
I understand why they made me do the things that they made me do. I understand, you know, I, I get it. I, I understand it. I understand clearly. It's very, very vivid to me why they made me do some of the things they made me do. Why they treated me the way they made me, they, they treated me. Why my brother told me, do you're different. <laughs> you're the one. You're, you're the special one. From, a, from an early age, gee, I knew it. So, next day of school, I go in to the office. This JT now. This is JT. I had never been in JT's office. <laughs> Probably the first time I went to Curtis to visit. He's he's like that respected around there. Intimidating in right? a sense. And it's, when you a kid, yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Now when you an old, when you when you an adult, <laughs> different story. But, but then you're like riddle? you're like first year kind of in awe. Like man, it's like a, like man. This is the this is the coach that wins it every time. Like that, 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 it's like that, right? So you can imagine a, a 13, 14 year old kid have all that. I'm going into his office, right? No parents, not the head coach with me, right? It's me by myself, right? Um, and I tell him, and I say, Coach, I'm not gonna stop playing now. I'm not gonna quit in this. I'm not quitting right now. I want to finish the season out. I'm not quitting. But after this, I want to let you know, like, I, I'm going to focus solely on basketball. Like, I think that's what my heart, that's what my love, that's what my passion is at, right? Um, nothing against you guys or football. I'm not leaving John Curtis to go pursue it at a different school. Um, this is this is where I want to do it at. And I want to be the first to win a basketball championship at John Curtis. And he respected that. He didn't beg me to play football not once. He never told me to go over, rethink it, talk to your mom, dad. He said, Biko, if that's what you really want to nope. do, thank you. They knew. They knew. They knew. Um, I finished the season. Dude, it's a funny thing. Curtis, we, they had won the state championship in football G, for like five years straight. That year we lost in the state finals, so I didn't even get a ring. Damn. Right? But which was fine. Like, it was, right. I was with my right. boys. I was playing. I was with my boys, and we played. I, I didn't even play. Like, I special team. Like, but we win every game. It's cool. I ain't tripping. Um, sophomore year, I averaged 30. I remember that. It was on. That's then, when I heard about you. That's that's when it was. Sophomore year. That's when it was on. That's when it was. I was. That's 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 no team. that was it, and it was and everybody knew it. The seniors that came from the football team, they knew it. Fred, I had a, a guy, uh, Fred. Uh, he's a AD now. He played at UCLA defensive end, big, intimidating guy. Cardell Stewart played at LSU. Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of these guys coming back to me. I remember all these up. guys. Olam was a freshman. Yeah, and dude, they were like, give it to him, give it to him. Sophomore year, we in Baton Rouge, McKinley. I had never been to BR like that. Didn't know what McKinley Tech, Hostile didn't know what the project, didn't know what that was. I knew I know what it is in the city, I bet you know, but second, third round. Curtis had never been this far. I was I'm a sophomore. They beaten us. Oh, they had Tyrus Thomas. Um, play for you. <laughs> they had other guys too. I, and I no disrespect, I just don't remember a lot yeah. of those kids' names that, you know, but I know him. Um and they was they were up on us, man. I mean, that was probably most crowd the practice gym I had played in, you know, other than maybe playing in the city against Carver and Paulo and some of those guys. Right. Um, playing out there was and it was like the second, third round playoff. And Curtis had never been that far and, and it was a big deal. And oh uh, yeah. They were beating us. They were beating us the whole game. The whole game. Fourth quarter, um, 
I kind of got it going. Yeah, we, they, we, they were up six, seven, eight points the whole game, whole game, whole game, whole game, and we just couldn't, couldn't, couldn't get, couldn't get them right. In the fourth quarter, man, I don't, I don't know what it was, and I kind of locked in, kind of carried us a little bit for, for a stretch, right? And we took the lead first time all game, and this it's probably three, four minutes left, and now you can feel it. Everybody's like, "Oh, we, we, we got this. We, we can do it." Right, we we right there, and I got my boys. I got Johnny, Joe McKnight. Like these are guys that I grew. So like, Joe's playing basketball. We gonna get to it. Yeah, I man, know that. Man, listen. Um, the crowd run on the court. We take the lead. They run on the court. Stop the game. We gotta go in the locker room. For like forty-five minutes to an hour, like they're like, yo, they now we're getting out of here with a win. Like, we like it was, it got like that. Damn. DJ started playing the music, crowd on the court, they're dancing. Game is stopped. We're in the locker room. I met John Curtis. Understand, right? This who like this is, right? So unfamiliar territory. And who else is on the team? Like who, who I'm with, right? <laughs> um, and I'm a 15-year-old kid. Like, I'm a kid. I'm not I'm not a grown-up at all. And never pretended to be. I was a, And I was a kid. People that know me, like, I was a kid. I was very mature, but I was a kid. Um, and, and we ended up playing a game and ended up beating us by three points. And, like, we, we couldn't – we could never get – like, they, they broke our momentum, our rhythm. But – and then um, – that was that was that was kind of it, and then that was kind of the end of that. And man, I was I I I was doing it. I was gonna I was getting one. Tyrus was gone. I was gonna get one. I had two more years, two more. And I had Johnny Thiel, had Tank, Big Tank on my side. I had Joe McKnight, and they knew they was running the football. They had it. I was gonna take care of basketball in November, December till y'all come. Right. I got it. I got it. I promise you, I got it. Y'all come. Bring the toughness. Just bring it. Joe, Joe, Joe going to pick you up 94 feet. And that don't take a skill. Right. That don't take nothing. That's an effort. That's hard. That's like, I like Joe wanted it more than anybody. Joe, Joe could have went to the MLB, to the NBA, to the NFL. He was that good. been an Olympic in track. Unbelievable. Un, un, unreal. And this, I'm going to say this a little off center. I'm now the head coach at John Curtis. He's the reason why I took this job. Explain. Um, Elaborate on it. He's a big part of like who I am. I didn't get to go to the funeral. Damn. A lot. A lot. Um you know, you know, as you get older, things they become less less about you. Yep. And more about the people around you, the people you love, right? Um I always wanted to coach. College coach. Always. I always knew like I would be a good coach. Even in high school. Before that. I was very, very realistic with myself. Right. I wasn't fast. I wasn't quick. I wasn't super duper athletic. I was tough, I had heart, and I had a good support system. And I worked my ass off. I did. And I was always doubted. Too overweight, too slow, 
not quick enough, not fast enough, not athletic enough, right? I always knew the game. I was always the smartest one, no matter what. So I knew, I knew, I knew I was going to be a coach. But I was going to use the ball to get as far as I can get with it. Um, but, 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 oh, you went playing the ACC. And that's when the ACC was like I was very, the very, mecca of college basketball. Very, 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 very strategic with everything I did. Everything I did. Gee, I'm talking about since a youngin'. Very, very strategic. Never moved off emotions to this day. Never. Never. Gee, I knew I was going to coach. I knew I, I, I knew I was going to coach college. I knew it. So when I picked the school, I, whatever school I went to, whatever college, I was going to be on time. I was going to be the, I was going to earn a captain spot. I was going to be a leader. I was going to be the coach when the coaches wasn't there. I was going to do these things because I'm at the highest level at the ACC. These assistants, there's only one more thing they can do. We're there. If you're an assistant in the ACC, what's your next step to be? A head coach. A head coach. So if these guys see me in the gym first every day and the last one to leave, and I know all the plays from every spot, I'm a leader, I'm in every class, never failing, I'm at all the tutorings. I'm at, I'm doing everything the right way. So if you see this over a kid who didn't come from much, right? A tough, tough, pretty, you know, I had both parents, never struggled, don't get it wrong, right? Uh, but from the city, and never easy. Never easy. My dad, two, three jobs. You earned everything. Same, yeah, never was easy. You don't get it, twi- but I'm not, you know, um, but, you know, they saw that over four, like over four, over three, four. You, 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 you see it. You're around me, twenty four seven. Damn, this, this, this kid is. He's a freshman. He's the first one. He's. He was he's wired, never late. Yeah, I, 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 I had a. I, I keep. I'll keep saying it. I had a good support system. That's a, something that was instilled in you early I had a on. Great support system. They would not. I, I couldn't slip. I could. I couldn't. Couldn't. I couldn't. And I had too much respect for the men in my life. It's three men. Three, it's three. My brother, my father, and my uncle Jabal. It's, there's three of them. I couldn't lose. I, but I couldn't lose with them three. It's impossible. My brother's the smartest guy I know. The smartest guy. Anything smart as I know. My dad, most disciplined guy I know. Most disciplined. You it, Tell him to do something, G, you can go to sleep. <laughs> it's getting done. It's getting done. My uncle, a, a dog. Period. Anybody in the city, they know who he is. Oh yeah, he a dog. Yeah. From on the field to off the field. So, gee, what I did, I took a little from my brother. I took a little from my father. I took a little from Jabal. And then my mom is just loving, caring, supportive, nurturing. And that's and and, and then I got that yeah, too. Good balance. And I and I was. So, I'm in college. I'm doing everything the right way. I graduate. I want to get into coaching. It's extremely hard to get into college coaching. Basketball world, you know. Extremely hard. hard to crack. Couldn't get in. Right? I'm in the best shape of my life, though. Just finished playing four years at ACC. Right? Can't get in. I'm going to go play. While I'm playing, I'm staying in contact. 
all the guys that recruit. You went to Germany? Went to Germany, Dusseldorf, and played. Um, How many years you did in Germany? I just, I didn't, I, I didn't even do a whole season. Okay. I didn't even do a whole season. How was that experience, um, though? It was an awesome experience. Um, a, new, a different country. Um, playing against some of the best players in, in the world. Uh, getting paid to do something you absolutely love to do. Uh, I mean, it was, I, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't change it for the world. I'm glad I did it. But I knew coaching was what I wanted to do. I wanted to get into coaching. I knew it. Um, so I played while playing, always strategic, while playing, still emailing all the coaches that recruited me, right? Especially the coaches that coached me. They know at this point, man, I'm, I want to get in. And they know my work ethic. They know what I'm about. They know what I'm going to bring to the table. They know. So I go back to Boston. Um, I get on as a video coordinator at Boston University. The guy, Joe Jones, is one of my mentors, who I talk to a lot, um, got me a video coordinator job making 5000 bucks for the season. Not a lot. And if anybody knows how expensive it is to live in Boston, that won't get you that far. But I had a little money saved from playing. Had a little bit. So I was able to make it work, Right. Coaching there, video coordinator there for a season. When I leave, I'm sorry, after the season's over, he's going to bring me back for a year too. I'm, I'm just excited because I'm in the door. I don't even care. I'm, I'm in. I work my way up because that's all I know. It's how I work. I'm going to work anyway. I get a, I'm leaving the office. I get a call from Patrick Duquette. Patrick Duquette, tell you his story. He's the guy that recruited me to Boston College. And we'll go back and I'll tell you how I got to BC. So you, matter of fact, so I'll tell you now. He was the, he was one of the assistants. I'll tell you now. Skinner was the head coach, right? When I'm in when I'm in sophomore year, we lose to McKinley Tech. Katrina happens. I can't go back to Curtis. I end up going to Houston. Right. I get I go to a school called Cypress Christian. I play. I'm on I'm on a loaded team. I'm on a team with Hashim to beat number. I think he was number one or number two pick in the draft. Hold up! I never knew you played on the same team as Hashim. Hashim to beat. Steve Changang played at Vanderbilt, now with the Celtics as an assistant coach. As a coach, I don't want to say assistant, as a coach. Um, Garland Jenkins with the Arizona. Antoine Sam, Texas State. Um, kid named Ludovic played at Tulsa. Um, I went to Boston College. So what uh, made you go to? with the Connecticut. Uh, that was, this, this was my high school team. Yeah, my so 11, what made you go to Cypress knowing they loaded like that? Check this out. My sophomore, after my sophomore season, I'm not gonna tell. I'm not gonna say who I was working out with. I had a workout at Abramson High School mm-hmm. in the East, where I was born and raised. Right? Had a workout with Hashim Tabit. He just came down from Africa. Just came down from from his country. To the Wallace. He was going to school, and I don't want to say. I don't want to be wrong. He was going to school in upstate Louisiana, somewhere in Lafayette. He was saying, I don't know. He was he was he was on his way to go somewhere in Louisiana to go to school. Wow! But Katrina I never happened. knew that. Nobody probably knows this. That's Katrina crazy. happened, right? I worked out with him once. He couldn't catch the ball. It was like I was pick and roll, bang, dropping it to him, bang, dump ball, and it was seven three, huh? Seven three, ball going <clears throat> back of the head. He couldn't catch it, but he's seven three. The ones he did catch, he could dunk it. But he he loved the game, and I worked I worked with him one time. So I get to Houston. It's back and forth on if I'm going to go back to Curtis. Curtis trying to find me a place to live so I can come back, right? My house is destroyed. Can't get back. Um, long story short, 
guy that worked us out, he's like, man, Nasheen going there. Biko, go over there. Go check this school out. I told the coach about you already. Go over there for practice. Go tell a workout. I go over there. He was like, they loaded. They got talent. They got players. That's what I did. I woke up every morning. I lived in, I forget the name of it. I lived damn near an hour and 15 minutes from that school. I got up every morning for 5.30, 6 a.m. practice and got and drove to the school. My dad would drive me and my cousin to the school because we had one gym and a volleyball team had to use the gym at the school. That's how I got found. So watch this. After my junior year, I play there. We go damn near, we go undefeated, win the state championship. Then I play AU. Now I'm on the map. Dang. Now, now I'm getting recruited. Now I got offers. Now, now people, right? Now, now it's now it's on, right? Um, I go play my last AAU tournament, nationals. Um, playing in Orlando, we're playing. We lose. The whole thing is to win nationals. We lose the final four. We made it far as hell. It's like two hundred teams. We made it far. Maybe final four, elite eight, whatever we lost. Whatever we played and we lost towards the end. We got a we got our last game. It's like for third place, a fourth place game. And respectfully, I got our team was like, man, we ain't playing this, man. Right. We, we came for the. We came to win it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Slobby seconds. We go to Universal Studios. We about to go to the theme park. They had a third place. Yeah, we ain't. And you know, we but we were that good though. We had a good squad. I mean, that's what we were. We were, you know, competing for. Um. But we played the game. And I'm going to hoop if we're going to play, right? i never forget it. We play Alabama Challenge. And they're like a top team, the Nike team at the time. Forget who the hell on their team. He came out in my class in 07. Can't remember his name. Big kid. Went to Alabama University, as a matter of fact. Um, I might have had 50 that game. Now, that game was going on when the championship game was going on. Our games prior to it packed with coaches. Because we were good, right? But this game was empty. Because all the coaches, championship game. It was it was at the uh, Worldwide Sports. It was court one court right next to each other. But me, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play. That's what I know. I, I, I don't know how to take it easy or relax. Right. Or And I'm, trust me, I want to play for first place too. But we out here playing, so I'm going to play. Competitor. I'm damn near had 50. Right? Fly back to Houston from my apartment. I get a call from Tim Floyd. Tim Floyd is the head coach at Southern Cal. Dude, I don't know nothing about recruit. I don't know nothing about nothing. I know how to play basketball. I don't... <clears throat> nobody in my family got recruited. Like, my dad and my brother, they didn't, they didn't play... Not, not, they didn't do this. So you didn't have anybody to guide you through this process? No. Nah. So guess what? He So now, check this out. I, I know Joe's going to USC. Right? Joe McKnight. He idolizes Reggie Bush. This is my this is my man's. Right? I didn't, I know it. Know it. Right? At the time, Dwight Lewis is there. Mm-hmm. Played at Rumble. Mm-hmm. I know him as well. Some of the better kids growing up in the city. We played with and against each other all the time. Yeah. Battle, right? He's there. Southern Cal. I go on a visit. <laughs> I take it. I take the scholarship. I'm going. Now, I never been to the West Coast. They like me. I like them. Ryan Francis was was still alive. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. That happened after. Okay. That happened when I was in 
that happened when I was in BC. I was at BC. I want to say. Okay, gotcha. I want to say that happened while uh, that happened after. I think he went. Was he younger than me? No, he was older than you. He was older. Yeah, Ryan. Ryan graduated '06, I think, or '05. He wasn't. Somewhere around. I'm missing the. I missed the. I miss. Um. Uh, um. That's a little blur. That timing, but I remember. I remember the incident. I don't know why something's telling me I was at Curtis. I. I mean at uh, at um uh, at Boston College. Yeah, yeah, but I can't remember. But um, yeah, I go on a visit. Now and now that I went through the recruiting whole thing, like I was a coach yeah. and all of this. Now I know they brought another kid up from North Carolina when I came up, and they made us play one on one. Not one on one, but play, play with the ball. With okay. Guess on that. Guess who's on that team? Dwight, uh, Dwight Lewis, really good. <clears throat> Nick Johnson. They played. Oh no 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 no. I'm sorry. Nick Young. Nick Young played for the, for the Lakers. Taj Gibson. Taz Gibson, who's still in the league right now. DeMar DeRozan, who was my class, he got there. O.J. Mayo, no, O.J. Mayo was committed there, was supposed to be going there. Like, Lil Romeo was connected okay, with, about Le- with, yeah. with DeRozan. Yeah, yeah. Daniel Hackett from the West Coast. That yep. play, yeah, yeah. So, it, uh, that thing was star another, It was another kid, too, a guard, Gibson. Maybe his last, I forget, Daniel not, Gibson? Not Daniel Gibson. I forget his name. Not Taj Gibson. Another guard that was there, too, that went to the lead that school. But anyway, they made me and this other high school kid. This was basically not, it was a tryout. It was, we going to take you, Biko, or him. And I I, I I, got the betterment of that. And I didn't know this, but this is what it This is what it was. They, they offered it to me. We went to breakfast the next morning. My mom, they offered me the scholarship. Now, in the time, I'm thinking, that's my boy. We playing. We hooping. Hey, man. But I'm going to hoop. I'm going to kick you. I'm, I'm going to play. I'm going to get twisted. You're right? going to get these buckets. I, I didn't know it was a tryout. This is the tryout. I didn't know that. All right? So, the offer it, I'll take it. Like, I don't even think, I don't even know if I knew I'd get five visits. Right. I don't know if I knew that. But I'll take that. Um, then I go back. No, 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 I take that back. Well, yeah, I, after after the fifty point game in the Orlando, oh, oh, I fly back home next day. Tim Floyd call, boom. Next within a week, I'm on a, me and my mom on a flight to to Southern Cal. Within another week, I t- well, I take it. I go back school summertime, one more whatever. I'm training. I'm just getting ready. School's about to start. I get whiffed that he's gonna leave Tim Floyd. That's right? why he left. So I got out. Go no, they went to. Uh, Texas, uh, UTEP, UTEP, sorry, UTEP, sure. but that's when the, that's when the, 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 the scandal and the OJ Mayo and all that yeah. started to come out. So I was able to get out of, so check this out. So you really were supposed to be playing at East I was with, for the U.S.? No, watch, G, check, that's crazy. G, I check, never knew that. G, check this story out. No social media platform at the time, right? I had an interview with Eric, I, I hope this, the guy's name is Eric Bossi. He was for Rivals.com. One of the one of the top reporters. It was an article. I had an interview with him the the morning after the morning we had practice at six in the morning. I had an interview with him, a phone interview with him after practice to announce my decommitment and reopening my recruitment. That was how the the this other schools was gonna know I'm 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 back on the market. Right? Gee. I'm at the six AM practice. Right? Practicing boop 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 boop. Break, go get some water. Walking to the water fountain. As I'm walking, there's a white guy, jeans and a polo. He don't even have on. Now, most times when college coaches at practice, they got their school stuff on. Yeah. So you kind of, kids know they glance, they look up, right? 
That's how it goes. Let's be honest, right? I'm walking. He got on jeans. Now, remind who on my team, machine to beat. It's like seven damn NBA prospects on the team, right? Right. So the gyms is always packed with coaches. Six in the morning, packed, right? Um, I'm walking past him. He goes, "Hey, man." He says, "He, he goes, uh, uh, hey, Biko, congratulations on uh on Southern Cal." I'm walking to the water fountain, middle of practice. I go, hey, I'm not even, I don't even know who he is. I go, hey, I'm not even, I'm about to decommit. I say, hey, appreciate it. I'm, I'm decommitting after, after practicing, man, but I, but I appreciate it. And kept him, kept him moving in stride. Like, I, right? He said, ho, oh, 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 come back. <laughs> Told me who he was. He was the assistant coach for Boston College. But I didn't know because he had on a polo yeah. and jeans. He didn't have on his paraphernalia. I, I didn't know. He said, don't tell anybody that. Keep that a secret. Don't you tell anybody that. Keep that shit a secret, bro. Dude, my father went to my apartment, got VHSs of me playing for him to take back to Boston to show Al Skinner. I was on the next flight to Boston after that, me and my mother. The next day. Al Skinner, within three days, Al was down there and I was out there. That was it. I, so that's how you ended up at Boston College. I didn't get a chance to reopen it. Damn. So you never did the interview with the reporter? Never did. Wow. Never did the interview. So within five days, I'm an eagle. You didn't want to explore your options? Within five days, my high school coach was putting in the flex offense. For my high school Because that's what BC was The flex That everybody hated But we won with it Yeah with With, with, with Jared Dudley And Sean yeah. Tyrese Rice Lewis Hennett Troy Bell Troy Bell Bell, Bell. Oh man We didn't even talk about The bigs Craig Smith Craig Smith Yup I'm missing Rakim Sanders uh, Corey Raji Reggie Jackson NBA champion We Man listen that's when Boston, Mar- but man. that's when Boston College was. Could go on forever. Yeah. Well, well, we, yeah. Where else can he? Not coaching no more. He's out, but he's still in. The, he's he's helping doing the NCAA um, um, recruiting. They do like camps for the, some of the better high school kids to go to these camps and get recruited and do. So he's still in it, but not coaching. But uh, I used to watch him on TV. Bro, I used to be like so intimidated by him. Dude, listen. That's how he was as a coach. Listen, he was like JT. You don't never went in his office. You'll see him on campus, like walking. Coach, what's up? He don't, he know, he dog. He was that. Sh- it was ran like a pro. It was, it was pro. This was a pro. This not. This, this is a professional organization. This is not. You don't have no relationship. It's not kikiing with Al Skinner. If you in his, if you in his office, you in trouble. Yeah. Or you, or you with NBA scouts. <clears throat> Damn. You don't, you don't, you don't sit in his office. It's you don't kiki with him. It ain't play. You're not playing. You're not about to see him a kiki. It's not this thing. It's not funny with him. But that's how we was as a team. They're not gonna, they're not gonna play with us. Like we gonna bring it, and they recruited guys like us. We, I didn't have another ACC offer. I had Tulane, Wichita State, when it was when it was peaking when when Van Fleet. Like yeah, I had. I, it was I had stuff like that. Connecticut started sniffing. Stanford, that's Stanford sniff. Texas Tech sniffed. When Bobby Knight was there, 
That's the first time my dad got involved and was like, I was like, man, I'm not playing for him. My dad was like, give him a chance. Man, you know what that is? I had an in-home visit with him. He canceled it. I'm not playing for him. I didn't want to play. For, and, and I played for coaches. Jamal, yeah. Yeah. Brock, T. Howard. Yeah. Big Woo. Yeah. I played with coaches that that's going to get in you. That's going to get in you. Right. They're spitting in your face. because they. So I did that. All right. And, and I can handle that. No problem. Come on. I'm going to say, I'm going to slap you on your ass. I got your coach. They're going to stop doing it to me because they don't affect me. Like, right? Do that to play A, B, C, D. Or right. That might get him right. going. That don't get me going. Right. I'm, I'm going. I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? So, but I didn't cancel that. Sheen was at Connecticut. So that was that was the thing. Started sniffing. Right? But might have been a package deal. But he was a year older than me. He was a freshman. I was a senior, I was a senior in high school. So that's how he was like, man, I need to go get him. You know what I'm saying? Cause he so, knew, he knew I made him, I made, motherfucker, I made you. Right, right. So he know he's trying Not to get to, the, he's trying to get to the league. Man, go get him. He know everything. He, he know what he my spots. Yeah, yeah. So let me, so bro. So I get the BCG, bro. That's a, that that be a culture shock though. Like Louisiana, where it's humid and hot, going to Boston. I'd have been to Boston, bro. It's cold. That's, that had to be a culture shock. Like you didn't get homesick. You just how you adapted to that? Gee. Everything is strategic. Gee, this shit is strategic. I no, I have one. I, the ball, do you think? Gee, I have been balled up in vans in the back of my dad, Durango, driving to Mississippi every weekend to play for an AU team because I couldn't play down here. You think I'm going to let Cole? Stop me from going chase, going get. You think I'm a when I play indoor sport? I'm cold from the dorm to the classroom. From the, I'm cold from the classroom to the gym because I don't party. Right. That was your mindset. So you, I'm from New Orleans. But what about being homesick? The food. Gee, your parents can't see you play I'm all the time. I'm from New Orleans. I've been through Katrina. I I went to Katrina. It took me a day, twenty four hours to get from New Orleans to Houston with a backpack. I lost, my mother didn't miss coming to a game when I was growing up. She didn't know nothing about basketball, playing bitty. She never missed a game and she recorded every game. Gee, I had containers stacked in the attic, stacked with every game I played. Bitty, Goretti, Stallions, the Panthers, the team Jabal put together, John, you name it, I had it, I had it stacked. My dad stayed in Katrina, trying to save that shit. Damn. I lost all of that. I went to I went to Houston with a backpack, toothbrush, sh- gym shorts, cause I was coming right back. You thought you was coming right back. Everybody, we all did. We did. We do this every year. Yeah. Yeah. So, gee, I, this this is what I've been through. So so, not getting gumbo, or bell peppers, or a snowball. Come on, man. Hot sausage. Come on, man. I, <laughs> Come on, man. That's not. That's not. That's not gonna stop me. You understand what I'm saying? Like, that's not it. That's not it. Nah, I was I was I was taught from a youngin. You know, you different. You different. You're a little different. You're a little different. You're a little spe- you're a little special. And to this day, I still believe that. I am. So your four years at Boston College. Oh, uh, talk about that, man. Talk about the the, the trials and tribulations you. Oh. The adversity you went through, plan on that 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 stage, bro. I mean, the Duke. That's what 
like we just talked about, that's when the ACC was the number one conference, probably next to the, next to the Big East. That was probably one A, one B. That was the best con- basketball conferences in the country, bar none. I agree. Like, how did you deal with playing on that stage, bro? I've been looked at as one of the best my whole life. I've been gunned for and gunned at my whole life. Like the like the lights, all of the people. Like I, I, it, you, you grow and more and the more hoopers that come on this, they, they'll tell you like you, you get immune to it. Yeah, it's like it's like fame. You know what I'm saying? Like. Most of the people that's famous, they don't want the fame right. no more. They want to walk in the mall and go to Target. They want me to go to the movies with their girl. Go to an amusement park with the kids. You get a movie, and then you're like, eh, like, like, that's how it is. Like, man, that, that don't bother you. That don't. And then you with your boys. Dog, I'm, I'm, we at war. The, gee, I've been running stadiums with them. We've been waking up 4, 5 in the morning and going. We back at, we, we, you know what I'm saying? We didn't been through war. It don't take much. And then this game, I man, what? It don't take much. You don't need much motivation. You don't. When when, when you, you know what I'm saying? Like, so like, like, why, I so, don't have no choice. But, I, my, man, Jabbar, you, Jabbar used to tell me, dog, you ain't going to eat. Right. We ain't stopping at McDonald's. <laughs> if you don't, you know what I'm saying? Don't come with it. If you don't. So, like, it was, I, I, I was just, I just had that. And I was around other kids at Bel- I, when I came in as a freshman. Tyrese Rice was a junior. Tyrese Rice was one of the best. He is probably the best was tough. player with the ball in his hands that I have ever played with. And I played with some of the best with the ball. He's he's one of the best, probably the best with that ball to this day. Him and I, and I, so I came as a freshman. He's there as a junior. I'm a freshman. I begin to start in the backcourt with him as a freshman. He's a junior. I was bought in to back him up. He's a junior. He's going to the league after this. He's out. He'll step in. Boom. Hey, cool with me. No problem. I come in. I back him up. I can feel my feet, get my feet wet. Well, guess what? First game, Tyrese can't play. Not going to say why. Something goes on personally. He can't play. They call me in the office. First day, I mean, my first college game as a freshman. Biko, Tyrese can't play. You, you're starting tomorrow. Not the, not the exhibition, not a scrimmage, not a closed scrimmage. Like, this is you either 1-0 and or you're 0-1. And, and when you BC, you're playing a team that you're supposed to win the first game. You're supposed to win that game. That's like a big thing, right? I start that game. I, I remember, dude, I remember. I remember. I was in, I was, I was in Ignacio Hall in BC, on BC campus. And I called my brother, looking out the window. I said, bro, I'm starting tomorrow. Because the summer prior to that, my freshman year, I was getting my ass kicked. My Tyrese was kicking my ass that summer. I was calling like, dog, I don't know. <laughs> this nigga is nice. Like, like dog, he got to answer for everything. Who but who? He comes in. But, I told what Tyrese was. Shorter than me. 5'11", yeah. maybe. But but to his credit, he kicked my ass, but he took me under the wing and he taught me a lot, a lot. But he knew that he, he, he going to be all right. He going to be with me. So I called my brother. 
dog, I'm starting. So Marty's like, well, what's good with Tyrese? I said, man, I don't know. I'm starting. Right? I go out. Next day, I got like 19 points. Right? So now, gee, the nerve is the nerve is done. The nerve, yeah. the nerve that I the little bit that I probably would have had when I would have subbed in, it was gone. Gee, I remember I was warming up. We warm up. You know, so many times in the college, you warm up, you go back, you warm up, you go do the scout, you warm up, you go back, prep talk, then you go back. One of the times I was the little kid would say, hey, sign an autograph. Right? So I'm a nice guy, I'm a nice kid. Like, hey, I Pat, Pat Duquette, the guy that recruited me. He walking behind me. I put that down. You ain't do nothing yet. Right? Joking with me. But that helped me just laugh. Right? That was him like, man, you all right. Man, you going to be all right. Like, and I just, 19 points. And I'm starting, like, I just kind of kept it going. But then it taught me, then, you know, sophomore year, you know, then Reggie Jackson comes. Now, I'm barely six feet. Right? He's 6'4". Reggie Jackson that tall? What? Reggie came in 6'3". I didn't know Reggie Jackson was that tall. I thought he was 6'1", 6'2". Reggie came in 6'3 and a half, 6'4". Came in probably 170. 165. A bucket. A bucket, but the most confidence you as a fourth freshman, you'll be like, hold hold on now. But it's like that. As a freshman. Like, I mean, he came in and went at it with Reese. Like, talking shit with him, like, the, like with Tyrese. And, like, nobody really, not Tyrese, bust his ass. But Reggie, and that, and I'm like, oh, we, oh, this going to be fun. Oh, we gonna, well, this going to be, we're going to compete. This going to be, this going to be fun. I'm going to sharpen iron. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. BG, I know I, I'm not an NBA player. Now, I'm going to push, I'm going to push myself. So, so when, when did you start at? Being realistic with yourself. From a young and I knew, like, oh, no, now, yeah, I, but I chased it. No, 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 I chased it. I, I did chase it, but I was realistic. Like, man, that's that's hard. Yeah. But I was, it was in me like, man, I'm, you know, I'm going to chase this shit. I, I got a chance. Gotcha. I'm going to go. But it wasn't like, if I don't make that, then it was a bust. Yeah. It was a fail. And I, and I want a lot of kids to know today, like, if you don't make the NBA, you're not a fail. It's not a fail. You're not a bust. Right. Like, no, like, you can do, that ball can take you. You can meet some people. You can do a lot. So that was my, like I said, G, my support system. Like, Prepared you. the one thing my mom told me, the ball don't bounce forever. Like, that sticks with me. And that was telling me, like, you got to be able to do something when this is over with. You got to be able to use this. Because you, if you're lucky, you play till you're 35. If you're lucky, you graduate college 22, 23. All right, you know, you got 10, 12, 15 years to play. Okay, you're 35, 36. Now what? Got to figure it out. So I, I knew, like, I'm, man, I'm, I'm standing around ball. I'm going to coach. And I'm 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 the point guard. I'm smart as shit. I know everything. I know I know the game in and out. I know how to attack. I know everything. I've been watching these coaches since I've got the BC. I know how to do a scout. I know how to look for talent, recruit, evaluate talent. So as you transition into coaching, right? Take me through that, man. Take me through. Because a lot of people don't really understand the grind of a college coach. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. But I, I shouldn't say it's hard. It's 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 just it's it's an everyday grind. It's 24-7. Like, you don't really have an outside life. Now, I worked for a guy, Patrick Duquette, who he recruited me to BC. I worked for him. We didn't even tell that part of the story. Right. Um, but he called me after I was working at, BC, at, at BU. 
Mm-hmm. After I was the video calling, he called me. He got the job. He was gonna get the job. He said, "Hey, B, can't say." They said, "I'm gonna get this. I might get this job if I get it. Would you be my assistant?" I said, "Done." I didn't know where it was at. He said, "You can't say nothing." I'm gonna find out tomorrow morning. He called me at five in the morning. I was on campus at six. I was with. I bet. So your I first job was was with Pat together. Got to recruit me to BC. At, and that's the story. That that's what I'm telling you. You know what I'm saying? What's what school? UMass Lowell. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it worked. My my plan worked. The guy that recruited me. To BC, he saw me. He got a head coaching job. I was the first person he called. He had been all over the world coaching. He, had, you know, how many people he knew he could have called. He, you know, he called. He called me, and I said, "I'm in." And gee, I worked for him for two months before I even. I, I, I my mother said, "Biko, you need to find out how much you're getting paid so you can get an apartment." I said, Coach, my mother, I said, Coach, how, how, hey, don't take this the wrong way. How much, how much is this? <laughs> he said, Biko. After two you, months? He said, Biko, you haven't, you, you didn't, you, I didn't tell you? I said, Coach, it wouldn't have mattered. No, I, but it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> 40, 50, 60, 20, 30. I was working for five. Fuck, what? All right, come on. He's like, man, you could have been came, to, but but that's that's not that. Yeah, that, that. My shit worked. My plan worked. Damn. My shit worked. Bro, I don't know and too I many worked, people that have been two months on a job. I man. worked for him for ten nine years straight. I turned down Louisiana Tech. I turned down Boston University. I I turned down Louisiana to come home. I turned down an opportunity to come down to to get back close to home. Just because of the report be, and, and 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 me lawyer like. We took over a program that was going from D two to D one. Yeah, and I and I told him, man, I, I'm gonna see this through. I'm gonna stand on my word. That's that's my support system. You're gonna stand. You gonna. I'm gonna stand on that. I never. I I I I never switched. I could have. I could have went to plenty of schools. I never switched. Not for no, money. Couldn't give me a switch. So now I'm coaching for nine years for the same guy, and we turned this program from. From wherever it was to right, how y'all competing for it was we was in a conference conference tournament championship, a D two program turned D one. We turned it. Couldn't play for the couldn't compete for the conference championship for four years. So imagine trying to recruit a kid that you telling him yo you yo G come to my school but you can't you can't play in the tournament for four years. Right. Imagine how hard that is recruiting right. a kid. Right. So you got you got to be so now you got to be that only kids offer, or you got or you got to get a D two kid. Who trying to prove himself to play D one? You gotta get, you gotta, yeah, use this now. You gotta get creative. You see what I'm saying? So, I stood on that. I never, I never budged. Never. Now I had three kids that live in Carolina. I got family that's in New Orleans that I've been, that I've been going away from since '05. Right. I got family members that's been going through it, medical things, right? So as you get older, a lot of those things come into play. So that 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 brings me to my next question. Uh, you know, I know you just recently accepted the job at at your at your old high school, John Curtis, after coaching college basketball for ten plus years, man, and um, a close fam- family member of yours, man. You know, got diagnosed with brain cancer, and, and you decided to to leave college basketball, man, to come back to your old high school, man. Talk about that decision, man. I know that 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 was has to tough. be a hard decision, man, to to walk away from. You know, college basketball, um, your old coach, and come back home. You know, 
for that type of circumstance. For sure. Um, it was really, really, it was really, really hard. Um, but <laughs> again, <laughs> a lot. It's how you handle things, right? I was up all. I'm always up front. I'm always honest, right? So the guy I was working for, Pat Coach Pat, he, he knew. I told him what I was going through. We had a heart to heart tears. He understands. He's the guy father of my kids, of my two boys that live in North Carolina. So he he knew how hard it was seeing my boys grow up. You know what I'm saying? He know how hard recruiting that y'all can't get to them like that, right? I can't just go see my family when stuff's going on. I've been gone since 05. You know this. Yeah. You found me in Houston. You know my Katrina story. You know all this. You know I never switched on you. You know this. I never came in and asked you for more money. First, one of the first ones in the office every day, one of the last ones to leave. Right? That that Those things made it really hard yeah. to leave. Then you talk about the kids I recruited there. I had two kids from the city. Greg Hammond mm-hmm. and Khalil Thomas from Sophie B. Wright and from Holy Cross. That's in the size. That two city kids there that was going to be seniors. But I knew they, I, I prepared them. They were well off. They were fine. No matter if I was there or not. Right. And no matter if they stayed or left, I, 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 I prepared them. And their parents prepared them. They were ready. They were ready. And it was time. It was time. Again, you, you know, it, it become less about my, yourself, you know, and more about the people that you love, the people around you. And I and I and I, I stand on that. Yeah. And and I was a firm believer that man, if basketball is what is is what I'm supposed to be doing, it, it, and it'll I'll find my way back to it. And if if not, and if I'm back home, and I'm with my family, and I can go see my kids whenever I want, then I'm okay with that as well. And I'll get my basketball fixed however I get it. Right. So I work my nephew out. I go help out that call with T. Howard. Right. I, I was calling Rob at Landry. That's my boy. Man, let me just come do anything. Let me just work with the kids. I don't care. I want no money. Just let me do anything. Right. I do anything. Just, just a satisfied itch. Right. Go to St. Aug playoff game with my brothers. It's just cause. Right. Um, and I'm enjoying it, G. I mean, I'm at. I'm at, jazz, I'm at Jazz Fest, French Quarter Fest. Last Gumbo time you've been fest, to Jazz Fest. Gumbo Fest. And that's the only fest that I would come be able to get down to when I was coaching. Okay. But, you know, but still, that I'm here for two days, Thursday, maybe that Thursday, Friday, and I'm out. Yeah. So I never really get the whole, you know, but I'm, I'm at Jazz Fest, French Quarter Fest, Gumbo Fest. I'm at them all, Fried Chicken Fest. I mean, I'm living next door to my brother. I'm having a good time with my mom, my dad, seeing my sister, my uncle. My, I'm, I'm good going to see my kids every, you know, whenever I want. And then, boom, I get a phone call from Curtis. I had no idea. Didn't know the job was open. Didn't know the coach was leaving. Didn't know nothing about nothing. I was out of the basketball world. God's timing. Out of the world. And I told him I, I, I didn't want it. At, at first, I was like, nah. Because I know how, 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 how much time and how much I know what it is. I know how much of a grind it is. Right? You can't do this. 50%, 60%, 70 You can't be 75% in. You got to be in. Right? So, I knew I had, it was either I'm in and I'm giving up my time, right, to hang with my family and do this and see my kids, or I'm going to be in 
and I know my family's here. They're going to support me. They can come to the games. I'm the head coach, so I can go see my kids whenever I want. I can, you know. Um, and like I said, Joe, that's why. That's why. He, 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 he with me. He, I don't care about wins, losses. I didn't take the job for the money. It's not that much money. I don't need it. I'm good. It ain't that. Now, and you're walking into a situation uh, with, you know, one of the best kids in the state, Archer Manning Jr., man. Uh, I got a, I got a, I got the luxury of, of watching him play a few games last season. Uh, he's a hell of a talent. Man. Hell of a talent. Uh, you know, the way he carries himself on the basketball court and his skill set for a, guy, a kid that's only going into his sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very impressive, man. Talk about walking into a situation with a, a talented kid like that, mm-hmm. knowing that he's going to be under your tutelage right. for the next three years and that, and how you can pour into him right. and groom him for the next level because we know he's going to play college basketball. Right, 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 right. And that's, 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 I mean, I'm, first of all, he, he is unbelievable mm-hmm. with the bat. I mean, he's, he's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, his loss for where he's, he's tremendous. He had a 50 ball as a freshman last year. And listen. A 50 ball. I won't be shocked if he have a couple this year. Yeah. I won't. I won't. It, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Because I know. I, I've seen. I know what he's capable of. I, I, some people maybe I wouldn't. But outside of that. And we're going to talk about him for a second. Outside of that. Him as a kid. Top notch. And the thing. And when I say as a kid. Top notch. Things that I look for. Able to communicate. Mm-hmm. Holds himself accountable, mm-hmm. a leader, right? Gets in the car, speaks, walks in the gym, he's going to speak. Because I'm trying to build good young men. Because yep. I know what it's like when you leave, when you're in the real world. That's why the wins and losses don't matter that much, right? Young men, good young men. We're going to win games. We got talent. We're going to work hard. And we're going to be prepared. But I want them to be prepared out there as well. So, but... The sky's the limit, and I'm and I'm gonna give him all the game, all the knowledge. We was texting before I came in here. Yeah, like that's my that's that's and so, he so he wants it. So how? So when you took the job, how did that first conversation? I, go? I, I I didn't really know. I didn't know too much about him. I didn't know nothing about any of those kids. Any of the kids, the kids I have right now, I love those kids. I listen, those kids' parents know what's up with me. All of them. All of them, they know. I didn't know those kids. So you Gee, didn't I didn't know who. Hold up. So you I didn't, didn't know who Ultra Man and Junior was. I knew. I kind of knew of them. I never saw him play. Right. I never knew. I never talked to him. Right. The old coach. I didn't know him really. Right. When he got this job three years ago, four years ago, whatever he got it, he was like, he called me. Man, everybody's talking about you. Man, this is it. This, who I didn't had to meet you. I was at low. He probably called me once a year. Once every season, I probably talked to him three times, mm-hmm. and then he called me when he left to go to Or Roberts. I, I didn't, I didn't really know who he was. I didn't know any of those. I didn't. Now, once, once you know, as they they reached out and it started to surface, mm-hmm. well, then yeah, I'm gonna start to do some homework and start to see who some of these guys are. So were you some of them? And then the word, then my boys hit me, yo, you know, you know, got a kid over there, like yo, <laughs> you got yo, <laughs> the young boys, you got, you got some guys. You guys, no, it's, 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 a, it's a process because we're young, mm-hmm. right? We're young, but man, I love it. 
and I love that they're young because they they sponges, and they and, and you know and, and and the respect is there on both sides because they're talented, mm-hmm. right? And they respect me because a lot of stuff that they're trying to do, I did it. I don't have no stake in the game. I I I, I don't want nothing from nobody, but to see you do well, just invite me to the cookout, the weddings, the baby showers, and a couple games. If you, that's all I want. I don't want anything. So that's that's why I took it. I, I took it for Joe and our family to be able to come to the games now and, mm-hmm. you know, cheer us on and mm-hmm. try to help some of the younger kids in the city, give them some opportunities to yeah. go to Curtis and, you know, have an opportunity to kind of get out of the city and, and see what else there is to offer because there's a lot more out there. And this is this city ain't going nowhere. Man, I remember a couple of years ago, uh, we was on the Under Armour circuit, man. I remember talking yeah. to you. And you was out there evaluating talent. We were talking about different kids. And I have a real respect for how you evaluate talent. Mm-hmm. It's like you just said, you look for the little things. Body language. Can you communicate? Things that you know that you're going to be, you're going to have to have. You want to be successful, not only in the basketball court, in but life. in life, right? Exactly. In today's recruiting, man, um, college recruiting. How hard is it for a college coach to really be able to go out and evaluate a kid and hit more than they miss? Because I I feel like a lot of coaches are missing because they're looking for the wrong things. Yeah. I, Pat Duquette, Patrick Duquette, the guy that recruited me, the guy that was the head coach now at UMass Lowell. He the guy that he, he, he taught me how to evaluate talent. Mm-hmm. A lot of recruiters, a lot of guys that's out there recruiting kids, they don't trust their own evaluations. They go off the rankings or they go off to what the other coach next to them see or who the other coach got highlighted, right? They don't trust their eye. I've always trusted my eye. You got to trust you. You got, you, you know what I'm saying? Like you can't say, you can't like a kid and then a guy next to you don't like them, or you hear over here, and now you don't like them. You can't, you can't, and that's what a lot of people do. They don't, they're not good evaluators, but they don't trust, they don't trust their eye. They don't, and that, that's, that's, that's the key part. If you like a kid, you like them. For the reason, that you got to be able to stand on and explain why you like them. Right. But you like them because and of, it has to be able to fit whatever way system you, y'all the run. Way, the way you, the way you guys play. If you run a, if you run a, 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 a ball screen offense where the three guards going to be using the ball screen, they be using the ball, they all going to have the ball in their hand a lot. If, if, if you were, if you were a shooting guard or a point guard or whatever, and you don't have a tight handle, you can't really handle it, or you don't make good decisions off the ball screens, you know, you, you, you just good at just attacking one-on-one. Like, you probably are still a good player. You just don't fit this system that, that, that I'm in. That's all. I don't think you're not, you know, but a lot of coaches, a lot of coaches recruit rankings and the he says, she saying what they heard. They or, don't trust. Or, or whoever, if they see you got some nice offers. Oh, that's, that, that's what I'm saying. They, 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 that's, the, that's the rankings. Right. That, it, it, right. Such and such got offers from uh, schools that, that's in their level, on their level. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to they gonna go watch those kids. I've always, I was, a, I was always a back gym guy. I call myself a back a back gym guy. The diamond in the roofs. Yeah, I'm going I'm going in the back gym. And and then but also it goes into recruiting, right? This is another thing. Recruiters. You gotta know where you at. I'm at UMass Low. The hell I'm going to EYBL for. Who I'm gonna get in EYBL? 
who I'm going to get. The kids that I can get, they're on the bench. How are you going to evaluate them? Because they're not playing. They're playing six minutes a game. If that. So I'm going to go to Unknown and Adidas and Big Shots. That's the kids I can get. That's what Louisiana Tech's at. That's what Southern Miss is at. All right? Now, that's, that's the schools I could compete with. So it's funny you bring that up because a lot of kids that I talk to, when, they, when they're trying to pick which two circuit they're going to play for, right, all of them, I'm going to play for Nike, I'm going to play for Nike, I'm going to play with EYBL, I'm going to play for EYBL. Yeah. And I always tell kids, did you do, did, did you do the, your research on who's going to be on the roster, right? Did you do your research on the coach who's going to be coaching you? Right. And do you understand that going play on the EYBL, if you're not playing a whole lot, it don't matter. It don't matter. You're not gonna get any looks. It doesn't matter. That's the so, biggest mistake. So what is wrong with going to play on Under Armour or Adidas? Now New Balance has a circuit or on New Balance where you can be one of the impact players and get properly evaluated. And I tell kids that, and some of them listen, and some don't. And the ones that don't, they double back going when they see you come and say, man, I don't understand why I'm not getting looked at. I'm, I'm, I don't understand why I'm not getting recruited. Well, you played with EYBL for the last two years, and you only played eight minutes a game. That's it. That's, that's, that's it. And then I don't even have nothing to say. That's, that's what it is. But they're doing it maybe for the gear, mm-hmm. maybe because they boys on their team, so they think it's cool. I ain't want to say it, but... That's probably the number one reason. Yeah. So you mean? And the, but the same. You know what's funny though? This is gonna trip y'all, G. It's the same thing for the coaches. Why would what, the small schools? Why are you going to EYBL? So you going for what? You just asked me why they miss. All right. What you going there for? Right. So you would be going there just so you could be sitting on the sideline with the big boys, or you networking to get the next your next job. So I never was one of them guys. I never was. I'm going out to try to talk to the coach at Georgetown, or talk to the coach at LSU, so I can get. Now let your work speak. Recruit. Get recruits to come here and be first team, second team, all defensive team. Work. Change the program around. Work. That's all I know. Am I supposed to work? Gonna work. Jabal, his brother, his father, his mother, you're gonna work for. Work. That's just like it, it, it'll show. And I, I, I that's that's what I that's what it is. But what's missing? Do the same thing. What's missing in today's game, man? From this from this younger generation, as this new era of basketball. What's missing from when when we was coming up? Cause we were on the same era. Oh. Uh, I don't. I don't. I, I would say this. And you know it's it's funny because Tyrese Rice had he did an interview recently and he made a good point. Um, he said we we really when I say we talking about I guess my age, um, some of the guys that's that's in it right now, Rob from Landry, right, Nate and Devin Andrews at Carver, Micah at Bonable, right? Some of these guys and forgive me if I'm missing guys, it's a bunch that's out there. Some of the older guys too, it's, it's a bunch of guys that's doing it right now. Um, but my point is. We the first kind of generation that we kind of we kind of saw both generations. Mm-hmm. We saw the old school 
right? The tough in the parks, right? And now we see the new school with the trainers, social media is a little different. We gotta we, we, we gotta learn. We can't just stay with what we were. Like we gotta learn how to gel it. And you can gel it. You can mix it. Like my guy, like they like they they they, they into Euros and and you know, all all of those the the new the new stuff. Like that wasn't a thing back in the day. I wasn't right. about to do all of that. Man, I'm going I'm right by you. You know what I'm saying? But I'm getting downhill. I'm getting downhill. But it's different now. The game is different. You have to continue to grow on the court in life. Like, I, I, people that don't read, like, dude, how can you not read? How can you not try to better, you know what I'm saying? How, how can you not try to make your mind grow? It's like your body. You got to eat. You got to feed it, right? So how you don't feed this? Everything evolve, it changes. If you're gonna be stuck, if you stuck on that, like, no, we gotta implement some of the old school, some of that toughness, right? Some of that, some of that, man, all the cute, like, nah. But you can still have your workouts, and but, you know, what I'm saying, like, we gotta learn how to bring it together some way, somehow, because we we can do it. You can do it, right? But we gotta, we gotta, and, and it takes both. The, the young guys gotta be receptive and, and, and understand where you know. It ain't all just training either. You can't just think you about to train and never go and play. Right. You know what I'm saying? It ain't that either. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's a mix of it's a mix of both. You know, but every every even the kids, they gotta read and you gotta you gotta try to grow yep. and evolve. It's the same with us. No matter what you're doing in life. You'll never want to be, oh, I'm good, I'm good right here. Mm-hmm. That's that to me, that's silly. I would never. I'm always trying to, even now at Curtis, I'm thinking now, what's next for us? National schedule, right? I, I, that, that's that, that's how I think. Well, what's next? All right, we 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 we, we got to get on the map first. We got to win a little bit, right? Get some of our kids known and seen. Get the, get the city talking about us a little bit, right? This is what I'm thinking about. What's next? I coach middle school basketball in my hometown, and one thing that I, I feel like is is really prevalent in this era too is the parents have changed, right? Man, when I was coming up, bro, <laughs> and I, I played for a coach that uh, just being all the way real, you didn't have a relationship with him outside of the basketball court. It was his way or the highway. Right. And he didn't always do things that I agreed with. He didn't always tell me things in the in the, in the right tone or the right manner, bro. If I went home and told my mama some of the stuff, some of the stuff that my coach said, she'd be like, "Boy, shut the hell up!" And if you don't want to deal with it, quit. But these days, you can't even coach certain kids hard like that because the parents are coming to the school; they're coming to their defense. And I think that's why this era is softer than when we was coming up. What's the response to that? Yeah, I, I can I can agree to that somewhat. Um, and see, I guess see for me, my 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 situation is is a little different because see, I came from the college side, mm-hmm. right? And on the college side, G, you don't really deal with the parents that much. They're away from their parents. Now you get the AAU calls from the coaches, right? Every now and then, some parents do call. Right, but there's so many things in place that why you don't call coaches about playing time. 
called by academics stuff. So so you don't really get as much as that on the college side, right? Now on this side, I'm on the high school side now for the first time. Um, I I'm maybe I'm a little different, but you know because of I look at it like kids are they all got different personalities. They yeah. different, so I can't coach every kid the same. Right. I can't yell at every kid. Some kids get motivated differently, right? Or, or, or it's a different way to get through to these, some of these kids, right? So that's the hardest part about being a coach. Figuring that out. Yeah. And we all know basketball. Everybody be like, oh, do you know basketball? Can he, can he coach basketball? You know? We all know basketball. We know the game. We can coach the game, put a couple schemes together, and yeah. It's more psychological now. It's more, can you get these kids to run through a wall for you? So if you want to sit there and MF each kid, these days, half of them kids going to MNF your back. And you're going to lose them. And the parent going to support And the parent going to... So, again, I'm teaching my, my, my boys how to communicate. How to hold yourself accountable. Right? These are the things. That, so, I'm, I'm not dealing with a lot of those things. I'm not dealing with a lot of those things. Can Louisiana basketball ever get back to how it was when our era was coming? I think, I think, it's, I think it's getting back. Think so. I I think I think it has. I think chance. Louisiana basketball is underappreciated. I'm about to say I, I, I think, think and I also think when kids get really good, they move away. See, I see. Let's see. For me, I'm just getting back into it. Like mm-hmm. living, I've, I've recruited this area, and I've had my pros and cons to recruiting this area and what I thought we needed more down here. And now that I'm in it, I just I see a lot of. I see like I said, I see guys at Landry. I see the guys at. Mike at Bonneville. I see Nate, what he's doing with guys at Carver and, and, and Devin Andrews. Um, uh, I, I, uh, St. Aug, I see what Coach G's doing with those guys. Holy Cross. Um, Shaw got a bunch of talent. Um, I'm missing out on some schools, I'm sure. But, like, it's it's, it's talent. I think, and I don't know if if, they trying to, if most of the schools are trying to get Elmer Mouders back to coach these to, to, to their schools, you know what I'm saying? But I see a lot of guys training and getting back to the fundamentals and I think that's what we lost down here and when I was recruiting down here it was you know if you want a fast athletic quick kid then you go down south you go to Louisiana right don't have a ton of skill might not know the game as much right but tough quick fast strong athletic right so we got to change that stigma my opinion. And I think, and like I said, from what I've seen on the, what people are doing, a lot of trainers, um, the guy on my staff, Brian Hammond, he is mm-hmm. terrific, right? And he's doing it the right way. When I say teaching, as far as teaching the kids the right way, how to do things, proper footwork and different things like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Jeremy at uh, Bonneville, I see him doing a great job. These are the guys I see on social media and I'm with uh, BDOT, so I see him a lot, right. you know, so... Um, but it's, it looks like it's back to the basics. And that's what I think we, we, we missing. We got the athleticism. We tough as nails from where we come from. You're going to get that. Right. So now we need to, let's get, let's, let's, let's get, let's teach these guys the game of basketball. Let's stop letting them go in the gym and just go one-on-one and play free play. And there's no structure to it. There's no pass screen away. See the ball. There's no help side. Like let's have help side. Let's teach them because when they get to college, that's what it is. 
You can't just deny. But read a ball screen. Yeah, read. They've got to teach them the game because you're not going to just get to college and take the ball from everybody or just be faster and stronger than everyone. It don't work that way. So you go and now you're going up against a guy that's just as stronger than you, probably stronger, just as quicker than you, just as quick as probably quicker, and he got you here. You're done. That's the separation point. You're done. So I'm what I'm doing is trying to get back to that. Here, my guys, you come to my practice, you can ask them. Shell. All the way from two on two to three on three to four on four. Shell. Position checks, closeouts, tracing the ball. Shell. Like one pass away in the in the gaps, two pass away and help. Like we we back to how to get over a ball screen and get back in front. How to get through a down screen the proper way. How to get through a flare screen. Where the back screen is. Where the flex screen is. What stagger screens are like. They, my boys, whoever, whoever, whomever get them, whatever school they go to, that's going to be on them. Whatever system you put them in, they're going to be fine. They're going to know how to play the game. That's why it ain't going to matter. System. Before we get out of here, man, I got to get Biko's favorites, man. Biko's favorites. Here Let's we go. do it. Here we go. Favorite NBA player or basketball player of all time. Like, like who, who I think is the best that I've ever, like, or, or just who I like watching. Like, favorite. try to I'm pack favorite. my game out. Your favorite of all time. Like, watching whatever. Who's Biko's favorite? That's tough. That's tough. Like Jordan, I feel like Jordan is the best yeah. of all time. I but Tracy McGrady is my favorite player. Gotcha. Okay. Growing up, Chauncey Billups. No, you played like Chauncey Billups. He was. He was. He was <laughs> thick. He was right. He he, he wasn't cut. He was. He had the muscles. Went super fast. Went fast. Athletic. Went go go dunk on you. And he was a dog defensively. And guess what? He knew the game. He was smart. He put people in positions to be successful. Sh- and whenever you need me, I'm going to come to you. Champ- and, and most importantly, a champion. A champion. Can't ta- you can't take that away. Mm-mm. On a team with Rip. Yeah. Yeah, him. That's who. He was the MVP of the finals, huh? Against the Lakers. I don't know if it was yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it might have been him. Yeah, I think Chauncey was the MVP of the finals. When I was, when I was 2004. middle school. Yeah, middle school, high school, kind of coming up. That was him. It was him. And then there was Paul Pierce. That's who I like. And my dad, my dad and my brother, they, 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 they can, they can attest to that. Favorite sneaker all the time. Oh man, I'm a. <laughs> I'm a big sneaker guy. I, I, I mean, I had all the Jordans growing up. Mm-hmm. I had, I, I mean, I was G Nikes. I had. Probably, I mean, as a youngin, I'm not into it now. I'm corny now. I, I kind of feel corny now. I, uh, probably Jordans. Growing up, I had a, my mom. My mom Which kept one? me. Anyone? Any number? I mean, I had my one. I mean, I, I, I had, I had them all. I had the threes. Probably one of my favorites. Okay. And then elevens. My mom kept me in elevens. Any patent leathers? See Christmas? And any patent leathers? I hooped in those. See where I played Biddy? I had you hooped in them patent leathers. I hooped in the black and red breads. And Biddy, I, I could not hoop in them. In them Biddy All Stars. Biddy All Stars. Me, DJ Augustine, Josh White, all on the same team. 
I, I played in the black, red, and white panel with the lit, the um, London All Stars. We would get checked out of school early, drive to Thibodeau. Still got the, I might have the pictures online. I gotta find it. Yeah, that's crazy. Probably Jordan Eleventh. Had, had to pick one. Favorite movie of all time. Oh, above the rim, above the rim, or <laughs> or 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 or. or out there hooping. Without a ball. Above the rim. When, as I got older, above the rim, when I was younger, white men can't jump, blue chips, watch those movies. Blue chips, man. My brother, my, my brother will kill me. Every night, for years, I watched Pistol Pete. For years, when he was at the white school and then when he played Carver, played the black school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every night. Every night. And rebound. When the, when oh, the niggas yeah. picked the corn, the quarter of the top. Uh-huh. That's that's the only that's that and then house party. That's the movie. That's the only movie, and that's the only movies I watched. I used to watch. My, I watched them over and over and over and over. Um, they would they would be like, "Dude, this I was different." I just showed my son blue chips a lot. Like in the summertime, yep. he was tripped out. Yep. Gee, I was different, man. I never watched cartoons. Me I don't. I couldn't tell you one cartoon. Me either, bro. My you know? brother was a cartoon head. I hated cartoons. I put something on. Was basketball or football? And I'm yeah. good. Sports. I, 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 I remember, man. I remember my dad worked at the Riverwalk. All his boys would come over and watch the Bulls versus the Jazz finals. I was in school. I would be. I had the. I had the the little tykes hoop. I'm playing on that. Again, old. Then I got. Then I had the arcade. But you can shoot. Uh huh. That I'm a firm believer. Nigga. That's how I got the. That's how I had a nasty floater. See that little that little arcade. Cause you you gotta be able to shoot that with one hand. Cause you try to shoot it with two hands. Gee, I had one in the house. Repetition in the, in the living room. Repetition. I used to, though. I used to try to get like a hundred. I used to go. It used to be for sixty seconds. Gee, I used to. It was to a point where I ain't miss. I ain't even hit the backboard. And I had they had chain nets. That's what I do. Every morning they knew it. My my mom, dad. That's what. I, that's what I did. Favorite coach of all time. Jabal. Jabal, no debating, easy one. That's easy because you know my mom, my mom, my dad, my brother never coached me. T. Howard, all of them, they they all get it from him, so they gotta respect that. Jabal, but but for sure, for 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 those of you that are watching the podcast, you keep hearing him say Jabal. He's talking about the running backs coach at the University of Florida, Jabal Jaluk, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, icon in the city. Oh man, you can't. Icon in the city. Icon in the city. Favorite place to visit. I'll be honest with you. I like Boston. I love Boston. I love the cold. I love the snow. I love. I'm a. I. I. I'm. It's, it's weird. I love that. I love that they have all the seasons. The leaves change. It's cold. The, the trees can be white, snow white, because of the snow. They're gonna be bright orange, red, because of the when fall. It's hot as hell during the summer. It's nice. Water, you're on the water. I good seafood. I'm a pescatarian, so all the seafood is fresh. It's clean. You're close to New York. You're close to major airport city. They got all the sports teams, the Celtics, the Bruins. You know you got a Boston accent now. I like Boston. <laughs> I like Boston. And maybe because you, you got a deep but I, Boston accent. I, like, I, like, uh, I love Houston. I like Denver. Denver's a cool place. I like to, I like to uh, visit Denver as well. Uh, but I, when I get some free time, man, I like, I like Boston. I like it. Favorite comedian of all time? I'm 
was never really big into comedians like that. For yeah. No, no Chris Tucker. No. I mean, I watched Friday. Yeah. Dave Chappelle. Never. I thought he was corny. No Bernie the Mac. Dave Chappelle, the Dave Chappelle show I thought was. That's just me. I just wasn't a fan. Bernie I'm Mac. The Bernie Mac show now. I like Bernie Mac. Kevin Hart. I guess he's cool. I wasn't really a big. I see stand up comedians and all that. Mm-hmm. Toughest. Player you ever win against? Monte Ellis, Tyrese Rice. Monte Ellis averaged 40 a game in high school. Monte Ellis gave us 50 for four straight summers. And I'm not joking. I'm not, that's not edited. That's not a joke. Um, that's not, that's not, he not paying me to say that. I don't know him personally. Um, he was the one guy in Mississippi. He, 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 he had billboards when I used to go to Mississippi and play. Um, he had people selling his T-shirts outside the games. AU, he was the first kid that had kids running up to him for autographs. He was the first kid I, 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 that, 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 that like went by and dunked on my whole team and gave us 60. And he was like the first, he was like the first guy to come out of high school. He was the first one to go to the NBA that was like undersized. Let's go to Mississippi State. He, yeah. Yeah, he, he Delaney was, High School? Lanier, Lanier High School. Oh, he averaged 40 a game. 45 a game. It was like a big thing. I in 32-minute quarters. 32-minute games. I played for the Jackson Panthers. He played for the Magnolia All-Stars. We were the best two, um, we were the best two uh, teams out of Mississippi, AU programs. And it was always like a thing, a showcase game every summer. Right? We will, we will go at it, though. Sometimes, I thought for sure sometimes, you Sometimes we would win. Sometimes they would win. But... He would. He was. He was always the best one out there. He was older than me, mm-hmm. too. But head up, him, Tyrese Rice. I thought for sure. DJ Augustine was good when I was young in the city. Mm-hmm. It was DJ. That was the kid that I that I had to I had to beat. I had to chase. That I that that he was like, you know, that's who kept me on my toes. I thought for sure you was gonna say somebody from North Carolina, or Duke. Ah, uh, ah, Tyrese torched them. Tyrese had 46 on them. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. That NBC. Yeah. He, 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 he. Now, don't get me wrong. Ty Lawson, Nolan Smith, they was, they was good. They were, they were, they were good. Ty, Ty was good. That was good. He wasn't no Reese, but he was good. Wasn't no Tyrese. Wasn't no Tyrese. Ty, Ty got from rim to rim. Probably the fastest I've ever seen in college basketball. We used to be playing. Out of him and TJ Ford. We used to be playing pickup. And I ain't going to say they ain't gonna say their names. We 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 all boys, but they got to the point where they're some of the other guys. I'm going against Reese and pick up. I'm holding on for their life, <laughs> trying to stop them, trying to keep my team competitive, right? And I'm I'm working at it. I'm trying my ass off. But the guys on my team, right? They like they talk. They won't talk trash to me, right? Nice pickup. I, I was I always had a voice because uh, I never really talked a lot, um, and I never talked for myself. I always talked to try to for the betterment of the team. Right. Never for me. That's for whatever. Because I was a point guard. I was get everybody involved. Type type of guy. But whenever they would talk, right? He killed me. I'm guarding. So he run off 
all 15 on me. He run off all 11 if he went to 11 on me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, y'all scoring on y'all. And I might score, but it was to the, like, he was like that. Like, if he wanted to, and I could guard back. Like, I could, right. Like, so it's the problem, like, dog, stop. Don't tell him nothing. Y'all turning him up. He was like, he was, he was like that, bro. And then Reggie, like, Reggie was different, too. But Reggie, see, Reggie was six full, long, athletic, just smooth, silky pull ups. Teresa put you in a blender. Boop, 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 boop. And like you a bit, and, and he didn't, he stepped back at the three, like with the ball like this, like waiting on you. And then shoot it. Like he was like that. Like all that stuff, like turn, shooting it and turning, and he was doing all that. Just yeah, that nobody, it was no social media, wasn't, you know what I'm saying? It magnified back then. He wasn't really like that. Yeah. If he was turning to the era, oh my gosh. Oh man. He in the TBT, he was playing in that, but he, he, he tore that up. First couple of years and yeah. won that, and but if he, if he was if he was in his prime prime right now with social media, gee, it would be night night. But yeah, he those guys, he Tyree, Monte Ellis, Tyrese Rice, probably Reggie, like going up against. Okay. Jeff Teague was good. Yeah, Jeff, I got we got a lot of stories, man. But yeah, they, yep. some of the guys. Yep. You been you been seeing some of the podcasts he been doing lately, bro? He man, he like, is hilarious. He has been he has been. Spilling everything he is hilarious, and the way his story he was funny like this hilarious, yeah. God damn! And you saw when they asked, you saw I I, I I seen a lot of his, but you saw the one when they asked uh they asked Iman Shumpert, uh huh, who was his toughest guard? Yeah, you heard what he said? No, no, he's right. No, I ain't gonna just look. I didn't play against them all. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't yeah, set down that Georgia Tech. Yeah, I didn't say. And we listen. He was my. He was. We we played we played against each other. We played him. I probably played him eight times. We go up ahead twice a year. Yeah. He might have been my year or a year younger than me. I I remember what, what he was got, so good. I remember when what got Shumpert on the map when they upset at Duke. He was so good. And he had like 36, 12 rebounds. That's how he like, was. He stat filler. Eight is eight nine assists. That's what got him skyrocketed on, on the draft board when he when they upset at Duke. And the same body he got now, he had in college. He was he was like six four, six five point strong four. and won't hit you. He had it. Could pass, could shoot it. And he was on a team where like they let him rock out to where like they wasn't great, but they wasn't sad. He wasn't gonna just That's go in and beat him. That's for you. Yeah. That's for you. Yeah. Yeah. Man, uh I really I really enjoyed this podcast, bro. Yep. Uh you know, that's why I wanted to get you on here, man. I knew you was going. You had a hell of a story for sure. Um, and I know the viewers, uh, thoroughly will thoroughly enjoy. You know, some of the gems that you dropped today, man. Like I said, I say this all the time. Uh, you know, we want to entertain on FanView, man, but for we sure. also like to inform and educate for sure. You know, because about. you never know who's going to listen to this and going to be able to take something that you said and and share with their with their son or. The, their nephew or whoever. Right. You know what I mean? And, right. and 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 that's what this podcast is all about, man. Uh, man, I'm rooting for you, man. Going back to your, your old high school, Jack yeah, Curtis. I can't wait to come cover some games. For sure, man. Absolutely. Come check that bad boy out on trail. Oh, yeah. Night. They're going to get down. Yeah, yeah, on, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you now, I'm, I'm, I let them rock. Yeah. I'm that type of yeah. coach. We're we going to play fast. Yeah. Up and down, we're going to press, we're going to trap. Yeah. And, and when we get that thing, we're going. Yeah. It's going to be an exciting brand. It's 
bring your kids. Yeah. Yo, yo. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it, man. Uh definitely gotta get you back on too. For sure. In the near future, man. We gotta get our trail on here one day, man. Man, we can do it. Let's bring it. Man, man, let's listen. GT, man. We gotta get we, GT man, on here. Man, listen, we can do it. We can set it up. We can have a we can have a fan view uh uh, J, uh JC takeover, man. We can do it, man. We can do definitely, it. Definitely, definitely. Man, make sure y'all subscribe to the fan view Instagram page, fan view Twitter page, the TikTok page, and do not Absolutely do not forget to subscribe to the G Sport page. Sure. Uh, you know, I'm at 22.9 thousand subscribers, man. I'm trying to get to 25K by 2024. Y'all help a brother out, man. It's G Sports, man. I'm signing out. It's that boy Fred, host of FanView Podcast. Tune in to the NOTN app. Weekdays, 3.30 for the FanView Podcast. Go to NewOrleansTalkNetwork.com to watch more episodes of FanView Podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and watch. Step Construction is here for you with a brand new offer. We now provide affordable storage sheds. Stop wasting your money on overpriced storage units and portable containers. Step Construction can provide you with a custom shed that will fit your budget and storage needs. So contact Step Construction today at 504-340-5809 for your own personal quote. Let us help you take the next step at Step Construction.